Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. What's going on in the world of Biscuit? Well, this weekend uh, we got uh, a little visit from two of our pod correspondents and the podcasters of uh, Murder We Podge, uh, Shannon and Bari. Uh, they flew in from England, so... I've never you know, heard of eat, this uh, podcast, Murder We Pod, but my memory doesn't go back very far anymore. Yeah, because yeah. If you have a short, if you have a short memory, uh, then you are going to have problems because it has been a bit <laughs> since there was an episode. And that I think they either did one or two after another long hiatus. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Did you? Did, did you? Uh, I wonder if they complain that they were slacking and and hopefully convince them to get back on this. I may have mentioned it briefly, but okay. uh, no, I'm. I wonder if that it's costing them any money to be on hiatus. <laughs> like realistically, it cost me about a hundred bucks during our hiatus. Oh, son of a bitch! All right, yeah. I'll Venmo you. No, don't. You do not Venmo me. I'll Venmo you if that's what you want. Let's put our details on the air here. What's your Venmo? I don't... I don't think I have one. What's your cash app? I, don't, I definitely don't have a cash app. <laughs> what's what's the other one the one people use? Shit, I can't remember. Uh, well, banks constantly want you to use Zelle, but Zelle. that ain't nothing. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, maybe people don't use... I should have said banks. Banks are people, right? Corporations are people. Banks can be people. Well, I mean legally, yeah, and morally. Morally, morally, also I'm morally certain that banks are people. So anyway, we had uh, Korean fried chicken. Oh, nice! Which they both uh, was it Bonchon they both really or liked. Else? It wasn't Bonchon. There's another chain here called Vons. Vons. Yeah, okay. that doesn't sound Korean, but it is. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, but it was tasty. Yeah, it was real good. Um, although Shannon ordered it maybe too spicy. Wow. Shorted it medium spicy, which is safe in England, and you know, at some restaurants it's safe here. Yeah, I would just, I would just steer clear of ordering a medium spicy at a Korean restaurant, probably. Yeah, I mean, she has lived a sheltered life from spice in the yeah. United Kingdom for sure. Any um, any Bay Area spice she had attained was long long since dissipated. Right. Yeah, and she skipped town before. All of her friends were uh, worldly eaters. When it was just... Uh, like, our local haunt was the Caros. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, our particular section of the Bay Area was not necessarily hot from a culinary right. standpoint. So, there were lots know. of Caros and Cocos and buildings that looked just like them. Right. <laughs> Whether they were yeah. Denny's uh, or other Mozzarella things. sticks are pretty good. International, you know, they're Italian. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also so, I mean, spaghetti and that. peanut butter sandwiches, definitely Italian. 
Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I see what's going on. Italian influence. I should have known when you called me Biscuit at the start that this was what was going to happen today. That it was a that was a J centric episode coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you got to be the main character uh, sometimes. Otherwise, all that incidental music that we recorded for you is worthless. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we went to the Rosicrucian Museum on nice. Saturday. Uh, have you ever been there not on a school trip? No. I was going to say, last time I was there was definitely when I was a kid. Yeah. they. You go, whenever you learn Egyptology, you go to the Rosicrucian Museum, uh, which I guess I should for. I mean, Shannon and Barry and we're, we're just there. I don't know who I'm saying this for, but it's a it's an Egyptology museum. Mm-hmm. It's the West Coast's largest collection of Egyptian artifacts, and it's run by the uh, nutty new religious movement, the Rosicrucians. Right, and they also have a stake in the Cetacean Institute in Sausalito, right? <laughs> oh, across the bay in Sausalito? <laughs> Um, Sorry, it's Alameda. Across the bay in Alameda. Um, did it bring back any memories, or was have they done a good job of updating the joint? Oh, no, it was. I mean, it was exactly as I remembered it. Okay, that's good. They've got the little uh, tomb replica that you take the little tour of, and then they've got, you know, artifacts there, and you go and you look at them, and it it tells you this is from the 18th dynasty and you go i don't know when that was <laughs> that's uh like i'm gonna be real here can i be really real i don't know how many dynasties there were yeah i know about one pharaoh exactly it was the pharaoh teen who was being helped out by the mummies from 1525 bc that's the only one i right. know well no that's not I... true i know about king tut because he sounds like this hey <laughs> according to that great Great scientific achievement where they fucking scanned Image his vocal his cords throat. or whatever yeah, and exactly. they're like, this is what he would sound like. And they made the saddest possible noise come out of him. Um, Yeah, so uh, I don't know nothing about Egypt. I don't I don't really I don't really care that much about it, but you know, parking's free and admission is ten dollars, and uh, it's a, five minutes from my house. So it sounds exactly you know. like why reasons I would take someone to the Parthenon if they came here. Uh huh. <laughs> I feel like well, it's like right down the street. We don't even have to park. We can just walk, and uh, it's super cheap to get in. So, it's like, plus, yep. you know, don't you want to see a life size replica of the of the Parthenon? Exactly. Yeah. You know, hey, a lot of this stuff was actually in Egypt. There you go. So if you don't think about colonialism too much, <laughs> it's hard you not can to enjoy right? that idea. It's hard not to. <laughs> as soon as someone goes, I wonder how they got all this. That's pretty much it. Game over. And then they've got like a fiberglass casting of the actual Rosetta Stone. Like there's a bunch of stuff that's also just casts and yeah, uh, other replicas. Nice. Well, that sounds yeah, like so. you were a good host. Does that count as oh, being a host, I, given that Shannon grew up there? I just tagged along. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make any of these plans. All right, good. Uh, no, Shannon, I mean, Shannon has so many friends from the area, so. Okay. But I got to meet her, uh, their daughter for the first time. Oh, that's nice. Is she, she uh, is fun and goofy like kids are supposed to be? Yes. 
Okay, good. She is, and she's one of those outgoing children. Yeah. You know how some children are shy, and an adult will ask them to do something that they know how to do very well, <laughs> and they'll be like, hey, uh, count to ten in Spanish or whatever, and they'll be like, ah, and they'll just freeze and not do anything. <laughs> yep. That's not her. Okay, good. Good. More she entertaining did a lot this of, She did a lot of Korean martial arts and... Uh, Gymnastics? Drew... Mm-hmm drew all over her body and now i don't think she did any gymnastics okay um but you know she was a lot of fun good well that's good you had a an eventful and pod related weekend which i always encourage yeah because you know this is a job and a lot of people would treat it like a job but i appreciate that you are going the extra mile and you're setting a good example for the other employees I'm glad that you feel that way. I was, frankly, I was worried about our performance review next month. So uh, it's good to know. It's good to know, you know, where where you are ahead of time. Yep. Well, I ain't been up to uh, anything. I've been watching a baby. That's it. I watch a baby all the time. Uh, you've been playing a lot of uh, the Final Fantasy VI remake. Oh yeah, the, that. the Pixel remaster. I don't really know what the difference is between that and and the the other versions, but. Well, it sounds like they fixed a bunch of actual bugs and broken mechanics, though. Yes, they did fix some of the exploits, some of the things that people were taking advantage of for years and years. So it has been a slightly different playing experience. Um, Do I remember correctly that that game is uh, so badly programmed that one of the one of the six stats that you can gain mm-hmm. raise in that game doesn't do anything? It might have even been more. I think in the beginning there were two that didn't do a damn thing. It was like magic right. evade controlled all of your evasion. And I don't think strength was hooked up to anything. Right. So it was just like there were only a a handful of stats that even made any sense to raise for any reason. I think they fixed that in some of the other versions too, but I think they they went back and fixed even more bugs for this release. So uh, I think it is the way that the game was intended to be played, uh, but never delivered uh, in previous iterations. So uh, yeah, I've been playing that nights. Um, I'm basically done. I did the Phoenix Cave. Is this important for you? I did the Phoenix Cave, everybody. That's the one where you get locked back. It's important to me. You bring two parties. It's kind of like a a dry run. It's a warm up for the final battle. Yeah, Yeah. for Kefka's Tower. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I mean, I guess it's probably the fourth time you use that multi-party system, right? Yeah. There's the Moogles. That's the introduction to it. Then you do the multi-party when you're protecting the Esper. In Nar right. and the Coli the Colliery Nalsh. Right. And um <laughs> Yeah, and then you go that, yeah, and that's it. And, then Phoenix Cave. Phoenix then. Cave and then Kefka's Tower. Kefka's Tower, yeah. yeah. A game I have not played in conservatively twenty years, but I played so much of it when I was a I guess I might have been a teenager one week. You must have been. I mean I think that. it came out in ninety yeah. three or whatever and we had it in ninety four. Right. So yeah, uh, but I played so much of it then that I still remember a lot of it. I encourage you to go back, like I told you offline. It's like a good book. Every time I go back, not because of the plot. The plot, although the plot is less embarrassing than many Final Fantasy plots, but um, it's just I keep noticing new shit, keep figuring out new shit about the game. So there's a lot going on in that thing. Um, but that's it. Uh, uh, my wife and mother took a trip to the asian grocery store here but i forgot to tell them to pick up the chips you recommended 
Oh, the honey butter chips. Yeah, so they came back with some other different chip flavors that were also pretty baller. There's a chicken yeah. wing flavor one that was that was pretty good. It kind of tasted like the ramen powder in a chicken ramen, but on a chip. Yeah, but that's a good flavor. That's what I'm saying. It was pretty good. So, no one ever ate chicken ramen and said, "I don't like. I don't care for this." But it's so hot here. There's not much else to do, so we just hide out. So there's nothing going on for me. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, the other thing that uh, we've been doing lately is we are we've pretty thoroughly exhausted the what we do in the shadows verse. Oh. So we're all caught up on the TV show. The third or fourth season of that's airing now. Okay. Uh, we watched the movie again over the weekend. Okay. And then there's another spinoff show of it on HBO Max, maybe, really? called uh, Wellington Paranormal. Okay. That's like a... It follows the two police who are very incidental characters in the original movie, but they they essentially go around investigating all the paranormal activities that take place in that universe. It's like the X-Files, um, but uh, sillier, I imagine. Yeah, but like with not very bright cops who are doing a lot of cop talk. It's basically like Reno 911, but <laughs> but paranormal and gen- a little gentler because it's from New Zealand. Right, okay. But Still, it's, uh, it's pretty good. good so, uh, We have been watching a show called Severance on um, Apple. And it's got the Adam Scott sure and um it could it could be sillier for me there are there are times <laughs> when it is silly and stupid and i like those much more than the rest of the than the rest of the show which is pretty heavy and um sci-fi um but occasionally it does do something really stupid that makes me laugh so i guess i would recommend it well i will add that to our uh, list we so we typically when we are when we're just watching TV and doing nothing at the end of the day we usually have an hour show and a half hour show. I'd say you have to do that. It. We're running. You have to do in it that parallel. way. Sometimes you're just like, no, I just need twenty minutes. Like throw on something for twenty minutes and then, like maybe we can go back to an hour, but like I need a break. Yeah. So our hour show has been Castle. Oh, that's right. And then. We're in the last season of that, so when that wraps, finally, uh, I think we're going to do Stranger Things. Okay. Have you guys not seen those at all, or not caught up? No, or what? we haven't seen it at all. Okay. But when we were in North Carolina, everyone was, it was right when those last two episodes of that last season aired, mm-hmm. and so everyone was going crazy about that. Yeah, I watched the first, um, well, I'm not even going to say it. I was in and out in season one, because Marjan was watching it. I think I saw all of seasons two and maybe even three, but I didn't see any of this season. Marjan, of course, is totally caught up. And then we watched the first two episodes of Adventure Time last night after Wellington Paranormal. So that's going to be our short show, I think, for a little while. I got halfway through that run. <clears throat> many years ago and then never finished it and i'm always like i should go back and watch the rest of the adventure times and then i i don't for whatever reason uh katie every time i would be watching adventure time in the past katie would come in watch it for 10 minutes and then say this is making me crazy and then she'd leave 
Sure. Um, she did not like, for instance, Lumpy Space Princess really upset her oh, for okay. some reason. <laughs> but what about that time uh, Finn knocked over her beans? <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> but I so, have fond memories of that. Right. Somewhere along the line, Katie learned that the show kind of has continuity and a long arc mm-hmm. and is, you know, does some work. So now she's sort of more engaged with the idea. But again, we've only seen two of them, so we'll see how it goes. Well, just keep talking about it like in Babylon 5 terms. Just keep looking over and going, you're going to want to watch this. This is important. Oh, yeah, you kind of have to, right? This you is important. Like, are, you, are you paying attention? This is something. I know this doesn't seem like anything, but this one's definitely going to come back. Yep. This lady who bakes pies. This nasty lady baking pies. Not the last <laughs> time you're going to see her. <laughs> she's in the first episode. Yep. <laughs> Um, um yeah yeah so that's that's the sort of other thing in my life is the tv that we watch when we're done thinking for the day yeah we got a list of shows we've actually crossed a ton of it off this summer so but we started strange new worlds Ah, uh, yeah um i mean we've only seen two episodes so i don't really have a, a verdict on it but so far it's not terrible it suffers from a little <laughs> bit of what discovery suffers from where there are there's an A, B, C, D, E, F, and G plot. Uh, and by the end, you're like, I don't fucking remember what happened. Uh, it's like for so long, Star Trek was purely episodic. Mm-hmm. And nothing that everything that happened this week would be completely forgotten about next week. But now they're doing these shows for a dedicated streaming service. Mm-hmm. And the writers have gone a little nuts with their plotting. Yeah. it's. Uh, I swear to God, when we were watching Discovery... I mean, even now, I couldn't tell you anything about the show. I don't know what it's about. I've seen every episode. I could not I could only I mean, give you the broadest of broad strokes. There's that guy that is and isn't a Klingon. Yeah, right. There was some... Uh, again, I've talked about this on the pod before. My criticism of Discovery is they always threaten to have a real conversation about something, but then they never do it. That one had a lot of weird, like, uh, what the results of uh, sexual violence... And now, what it does to your psyche or whatever. But then, like, they, I think they started to ask questions and they went, I'm, I'm sick of this. Let's do something else. And then they just moved on yep. to another plot. And you went, wait a minute. Why he's a Klingon? That's a different plot. Yeah, Why did they? That's, that's not, not what I thought was happening I thought here. The plot was he was emotionally damaged, but I guess he's. I guess he was a Klingon and he didn't know it. Spoiler alert. So. Anyway. Um, so, Strange New World seems like that but um again early on well cool mailbag then you know me uh we'll get to that when there's three seasons of it or something (laughs) yeah um and but before then i will have many of the big plot uh, points and twists spoiled by star trek online probably oh 100 percent. i mean honestly I, i didn't start watching discovery for a while and stuff started to pop up on sto and i was like ah great if I was going to watch this, now it's going to be spoiled. Um, Mailbeasy, Mailbeasy, Mailbeasy. Mailbag! By brother date. Uh, we are going to go all the way back to July 15th. That was uh, the date of our last mailbag release. Yes. Uh, you posted at brother date. Finish baseball back at it again. Uh, retweet, retweeting Daniel Holland, 
who posted, there's a baseball field in Finland that has a river camera. The results are what I'd expect. And it is a gif of someone <laughs> hitting a ball to, I think it's still first base yeah, in Pesapello, but it's... It's 100% foul in our baseball, but I don't... It, it, it seems it totally sure cool in Finland. A foul ball. <laughs> right, but this guy goes chasing it, takes a dive after it, right down the slope of the riverbank and into the river. <laughs> just head first. Just fucking Superman's his way into there. I know this is so just that, a podcast, but please check out the clip if you can, everybody. Yeah, it's an amazing gif uh, if you haven't seen it. Uh, I did see it. That made, that briefly made like uh, the front page of Reddit Okay. Uh, that day or the day before, something like that. And every time that happens, I think it was in a post in MLB, yeah. but every time that happens, people get introduced to the idea of this weird Finnish baseball variant for the first time mm -hmm. and uh, I think we've actually covered it in a sports roundup on this show we did many years ago the the insane field dimensions and lines and boundaries uh -huh. and everything that don't that they buckle the mind but yeah so it's just... uh, absolutely wild and it continues to deliver yes uh, just the way it cuts to the river camp is so perfect it's perfectly timed it's like it was shot on purpose it's so great it's just... it's like a it's a much lower quality camera too so it's yeah. like when it cuts over it looks like you're suddenly cutting to an america's funniest home videos clip <laughs> just slides back. i've watched it a hundred times right now it's still making me laugh <laughs> he just goes straight over the edge oh it's so good yeah it absolutely delivers yeah <clears throat> finish baseball man um look i love it there are not that many baseball game variants no being played out there there's softball uh, i'm glad that this, like, this little uh, one's holding on you know obviously there's rounders out there. everyone's still playing rounders out there so that's it i've never seen a game of rounders played um sometimes i prefer a good game of high level softball to a middling baseball game you know yeah i almost always do if there's like <clears throat> in the spring before the major league baseball has started and um in the years where my team is terrible like this year my choices are college baseball and college softball and if they're both on i almost always pick a softball game because it's it's like a super fast-paced version of baseball where yep. no one has any time to to delay Everyone sprints down to first base as fast as they can. Everyone on the infield has to get that ball over as fast as they can. It's um, it's like a more energetic version of the game. Yeah, anything out of the Pac-10, that's going to be worth watching. I'm glad you're calling it the Pac-10 again. It's actually appropriate. I know, but that's how I think of it from my college softball watching days. Sure. Uh, on the 15th, Ryan wrote in, at Brother Date, that is horrible news. I thought the first season was pretty good, at least from a dialogue perspective anyway. Don't spoil it for me, though. I'm going to watch the dang thing eventually. Yeah. That's Picard uh, so season two. About Picard. Yeah, yeah, which I said yeah. had... I wasn't sure where I had Picard after season one. I knew I didn't like it, but I, did, I got it at the bottom. It's below Voyager right now. It's just... It's a terrible broken mess, so... Everyone else seems to like it. I think I'm the only, I've never seen anyone say a bad thing about it. So I think they just. Uh... I mean, there are people who are disdainful of new Trek generally. Sure. But uh, yeah, that doesn't seem to be the one where most of the ire is directed. Yeah, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, there are people who are mad that it's like. It'll take a moment to like 
say something positive about gay rights, trans rights, or whatever, uh-huh. and they'll be like, "This isn't the Star Trek." I that's that is definitely not my criticism. It's uh, just uh, I <laughs> there's some stuff in there that's so Star Wars it's crazy. I saw this week, and I don't know if the tweet was from this week, that William Shatner had opened his mouth about how woke new Star Trek was, and someone had just responded with a picture of him in the foreground, and the guy with the white on one side and black on the other side in the background. (laughs) You started it! Yes, unfortunately, we... It's too bad that we've discovered for ourselves that that it is... Yeah. That is actually not... It was not progressive in any way. It was actually real big NBC being like damn hippies blacks <laughs> protesters of all kind uh in fact you know right now and i think uh probably deep space nine is going to decrease in this regard but right now if you looked at lander the original series is third in its take score mm-hmm. um and Deep Space Nine could end up below it if it just does two years of war episodes that aren't about anything. Yeah, I find it hard to believe they're really going to be about much. Because what yeah, can you really so, say? I mean, except for war is hell, which I think is, unfortunately, it's going to be too broad. We're going to end up picking other things that are going to be even less useful than that. <laughs> We're going to be picking specific takes that are somehow less useful than just war is hell. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, TOS will probably end up above the average in terms of that sort of premise score that we give. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, all of the all of the good episodes of TOS are in season one. It's really true. Season two was weird. It was just nothing but parallel Earths and uh, introducing right. the Prime Directive over and over again. And season three was actively hostile. The very the very last episode being Turnabout Intruder, which is just so wildly misogynistic. Uh, she was is, a woman. Uh, and um, It's just a shame. You know what? Just go from there. You, you've seen enough Star Trek. She was a woman. You know the rest. Uh, Ryan also writes, I've definitely been saving that article for a few months. That was the uh, camping foods article. Yeah, that was that was feeding a regiment. Um, about Skyrim, he writes, it's more a matter of making time to play it, prioritizing it, though I also debate whether I should get it on PC. It's best You on have PC. to get it on PC. Uh, on PC, you can unkill the guy you accidentally killed or that a dragon <laughs> killed yes. or whatever. That it's command that... console is priceless. Yeah, it's not that it's going to make it so that there's no Bethesdaing. All the Bethesdaing still happens. It just lets you fix the things you want to fix. <laughs> Exactly. Because you get on the console, and maybe your vampire just don't want to eat. He <laughs> just says, no, nah, I'm full. Thank you. I had enough. No, I, I don't do that anymore. And actually, I'm trying to change my lifestyle. And you go, yeah, but if, if you need to eat, otherwise everyone can see you're a vampire. That's the mechanic, right? When you eat, you look like a regular person again. Right. So, like, I couldn't go into any town anywhere. I couldn't do any t- quests or tasks or anything, because every time I started to approach a city, everyone would attack me. <laughs> Because the guy, he was just over it. He didn't like the lifestyle anymore. So, Yeah, he's like the vampire in the third Witcher novel who doesn't eat, drink blood anymore. Yeah, exactly. And you know what happened to him? I don't yet. <laughs> I'm still in the fourth novel. Okay. Marjan has not yet started. So, hopefully soon. 
She's going to like it. Tell her he's nicer to Dandelion, the bard. Okay. I'll tell her that. I don't know who that is, but I remember that you said the bard. Well, his name is uh, Yaskier in the oh, show. Okay. But that just means Dandelion in Polish. He's the guy that always let him sing. And I'm always like, yeah. why does this guy get to sing so much? Do you go to the director and say, you know, I'm a singer, right? Or did they hire him because he's a singer? That's but a good question. Either way, I was annoyed. But on the other hand, I watched a uh, episode of Castle the other night. Where <laughs> Which, by the way, you should live. you should call it exactly. You should spell it exactly the same, but pronounce it Castle, because I get nothing but casting notes about yeah Castle. Well, that's the main the main thing that's interesting about the show is uh, uh, Worf's in this one as a therapist, <laughs> uh, Tuvok's in this one as a college professor. You did tell me there was some unfortunate accent work on the behalf uh, uh, by. Uh, Keiko O'Brien. I can never remember the name of that. Ah, uh, yeah, she was putting on a little bit of a. She's putting on a little bit of an accent. Her name is uh, Rosalind Chow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was funny because Hoshi was in that same episode. That's right. They've all been in it. Uh, anyway, I did watch one where there was a murder on the set of a fake version of Saturday Night Live, and they uh, they sure did let Carly Rae Jepsen sing the entire. Uh, first verse and chorus of her new song. Jeez. In a very obvious product placement. Kind of love it. Yep. That was the worst one. The second worst product placement is Castle is one time he connects to the Wi-Fi th- uh, in his car and, and it, the Wi-Fi network is Castle's Buick. <laughs> oh my god. I can't tell you how many times Buick has appeared in TV shows. They love, they're like Subway in Korea. They love this shit. They've been in like every ABC sitcom. I don't know how many times there was a, a Modern Family episode where they just like sat down in the Buick and were just like, this is a great car. Yeah. I love the Buick. You're like, what the fuck's happening right now? <laughs> Be like, episode of Blackish. They're in a Buick again. They're going to talk about some great features of the Buick. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They're getting it done. Yeah. They must be paying big money, though. And then you just wonder, like, where's, where's Buick getting all the good marketing money? I don't get it. Uh, I guess it's just that a Buick is just an expensive Chevy, right? Yeah, but so, are, do people buy Buicks? I think only on TV. That's the part I'm confused about. I, mean, I don't understand be. their um, their funding situation. I mean, look, when I was in Iowa in 2003, every single person had a Buick. Also, the uh, southern part of uh, Minnesota. No, maybe it's a. It was just America Buick Lesabers everywhere. Yeah, maybe that could be. It's a flyover country type deal. Yeah, so it could be that you don't see them here, but these huge Buicks with their fake walnut dashboards are all over the rest <laughs> of the country. Now, growing up, we had a Buick, but it was one of them old ones. The, yeah. It was the size of an Atlas V or something. It was it huge. Big as hell. Um, but I don't know if it had the fake wood paneling on the inside or not. It was definitely... It definitely just looked like it was made out of nasty old metal on the outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bunter? Yes, Bunter was its name. The name of the car was Bunter. No seatbelts. No, well, not in the back, for sure. Uh, also in the 15th, Ryan writes, I'll be sad about a run on Slim Jims. Good call back to the late 90s by Judah. Yeah, he ate a lot of Slim Jims. I, uh, did, I ever, did we ever make a drop for, like, nice reference or something? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think we have a reference drop. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, and finally, for that batch, he writes, uh, maybe when you apply the rubric to n- the new shows, you can use the same point system as hockey to avoid ties. Uh, so I guess for a win, you'd get two points. And then if there was a, 
overtime loss. In this case, that'd be DS9. They'd still get a point. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't help us resolve the winner, but <laughs> yes. Oh, does he mean a shootout? What does he mean? Yeah, um, I honestly don't know. I'm confused by what he means by that. But um, I was just thinking it would be nice to make this show even less understandable. <laughs> I think that's what the hockey people were thinking. They're like, we got too many fans. What are we in ninth place among all the sports? That's, we got too many fans. Let's make this a little bit harder to understand. I want their heads to start to smoke when they look at our standings. Well, Matthew, I did I did give for the uniform four points for world building, but it is a one point deduction for icing. That's right. So <laughs> I'm sure you know what, it's only a matter of time before hockey starts introducing things like that. It's too easy to understand. We gotta make it a little bit harder. Uh it says this I'm looking at the score bug up here and it says it's three to negative two. What's how's this work? <laughs> What what sense does this make? I don't think I can watch hockey anymore. And then someone fucking pumps their fist in Montreal or wherever this thing is run out of. I don't know. Is uh, is scorebug jargon? Do you think the average person understands oh, that? Oh, that's the Chiron. It's the thing on the screen that shows you the score. Right. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about the average man. <laughs> or woman. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Thanks, LT. <laughs> It's just me up here in my ivory tower. Think about uh, on the nineteenth. Like yep, your boy York wrote. You know what? Even though it's close to midnight, the TNG nostalgia is so profound. I'm gonna re 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 watch Data's Day now. <laughs> and you tweeted, uh, "I wish I loved every anything as much as you love Star Trek." At Brother Day. So replying to uh, him, yeah. I didn't see a response from him or anybody about that. So it does seem unlikely that we got any new listeners off the back of that. In fact, our last podcast, which was a Star Trek episode, uh, has only got nine downloads so far. Wait, we're not gonna get any more patches like that, everybody. Everybody, no. this is important. I get we get patches if we do yes, a good a job. New achievements tab. This is something me and the other owners thought up, and we thought it would really help productivity. <laughs> And it's, are we already seeing results? Because Judah was just all over it over the weekend. Really getting after it after hours. So, like, you know, we need you guys to do your part, too, so we can get more of these patches. Keep the morale up. We got we got one for we got one for downloads. We got one for doing one a couple weeks in a row. That was a good one. Uh, we did. We did. Yeah, listeners in 25 countries, yeah. we kind of don't believe that number, but That's there true. it is. I mean, it's just patently false. There's no way. It's just, uh, it doesn't seem real, but hey. Uh, on the 20th, you tweeted, it begins, because the third FA Cup of badly aging footballers began. Yes. Uh, it's been two weeks. How's that one going? It's fucking good. It's really <laughs> good, because every single time I pull up the matchup, I just go, no, not possible. Not possible. I just say it over and over again to myself when it shows me a picture of a dude who, if they just showed me the picture, I would say, looks like he's about 51. And then underneath it says 20. And you go, no. I'm, no, there's no way. He's, there was not 20 when this picture was taken. <laughs> They're all really good. I think they really, they went out of their way to find some fucking killers for this one. Just looking for the most recent match, which would be the last one in round two. Yes. 
<laughs> no, I'm not kidding, dude. Some of these are so <laughs> fucked up. They're crazy. Fuck. This is a 24-year-old and a 22-year-old, <laughs> and they're both balder than modern-day Sting. <laughs> if you just... If you go... I don't know if, how far you want to scroll down here, but look at the look at the guy, Jerry O'Brien, who's 29 in match 13 of round two. That guy could be 60 today. Like with a... <sighs> Like with trying to have younger hair or something. Twenty-nine. Holy shit. If you keep going down, some of this shit blows my mind. Uh, there's a uh, match nine. This first guy, Louis Clement, he's twenty-five. Uh-huh. Twenty-five. Um, I disagree. He's in his fifties. <laughs> exactly right. He's not twenty-five. I just say over and over again out loud. Not possible. Don't believe it. This cannot be true. There are so many real, like real contenders. I don't know what's going to happen, dude. We're going to get down to the elite eight, and I'm just going to be. I'm going to have to like flip a coin on some of these. So anyway, it's been uh, everything I hoped it would be. It's been fantastic. Everybody, please participate in this tournament. It's like the account is what '80s footballers aging badly, but then yeah, the tournament it's is at just '80s aging. Okay, '80s aging, yeah. But the tournament is, I guess it's not limited to the 80s, which is how you get that guy that, the guy that looked like he was in his 80s. Yeah. And he was 30 or whatever. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I guess what we're saying is follow some of the accounts. Hey, go to our Twitter and click on some of the stuff. There's some good stuff in our mention. That's really all that is. It's like how we often recommend other podcasts on the pod. We're just recommending other Twitter accounts on our Twitter. Oh, yeah. That's another thing that happened to me this week is uh you know the maybe the worst podcast on the internet but definitely the worst podcast i've listened to every episode of uh the, the uh, music one the the legacy music legacy hour music hour uh well these guys really fucked the dog this week and three times they reposted the entire 390 episode feed oh, so your phone was just so that they crazy. appeared as just new yeah so i would just wake up and be like 392 and i'd be like nope <laughs> what idiots. so uh if it happens a fourth time, I'm just gonna unsubscribe. Like, gonna I like sorry, I don't like the show that much. Um, if to I'm begin really with, curious, I'll check in every once in a while and see if any good big tapes have dropped. But like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll come back to it when I'm ready. But if you guys are gonna keep fucking up my whole uh, podcatcher, then then no, I'm out. Yeah, see, if I looked up and it said 392, I'd be like, Oh, Marshawn's dad went on a commenting spree again. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm going to have to go through and look at them in case there's any specific questions he wants me to answer. Uh, let's not do therapy now. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, someone posted a uh, trailer image for Picard showing Old Wharf. Yeah, spoiler alert, everybody, but the images are all just out there on the internet, so I don't know what you want me to do about it. Yeah, and you tweeted uh, at Brother Date, finally we can learn something about Wharf. Just another callback to the time Michael Dorn complained. That we never really got to dig into Worf. And I thought yeah, to myself, as soon as I read probably that. Probably the most <laughs> fleshed out character literally in Star Trek. The one who's appeared the most and had probably the most episodes just about him. Especially if you can't, if you're counting the DS9s, it must be true. Because a lot of DS9s are just Worf. Yep. And, um, but anyway, he's going to be back, I guess. Bring the I mean, second closest is, is going to be Spock. 
True. When you throw in the movies and the alternate timeline and the you know discovery and stuff, he's definitely yeah. in there quite oh, a bit. Oh yeah, he's on Strange New Worlds too. For sure. So there's just a ton of Spock right. going on. But uh, I mean, come on, come on, Dorn. It's just. <laughs> And he Take said a that. seat and play your role on Castle. Yeah, exactly. I think he said that like 12 years ago or something, so I, maybe I should leave him yeah. alone about it. But anyway. Uh, yeah, they're getting the whole band back together. They had like images for all them TNG fuckers. So I guess they're all coming back. On the 24th, Ryan tweeted at Brother Date, It's not as bad as the headline makes it sound, but it ain't great. And the Guardian headline is... Chess robot grabs and breaks finger of seven-year-old opponent. Well, it's okay, because in the subtitle here, I'm not going to open the article. Just in the little explanation, it says, Moscow incident occurred because child violated safety rules by taking turn too quickly. And that makes me think the robot was like, No, you little shit. It's not your turn yet. And just snapped his finger. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Uh, you know better than that. Uh, yep. Well, there is video of it, and it is, Ooh. as it said, it's a robotic arm designed to move the chess pieces reached over and broke a kid's finger. Awesome. Thanks, Moscow. So, yeah. Uh, he says also that it's not quite in the category of a killer dog robot. But uh, how don't about worry, killer dog robot she... with an AR-15? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another video that's been making the rounds. It's one of these Boston Dynamics dogs with a gun on its back, just running around and shooting stuff so exactly as it was always going to be enjoy that dystopia <laughs> yep that's all right though because it's uh, cool because i'm gonna learn magic at some point and i learned that yeah. you can just shoot magic at robots that's what i've been learning with final fantasy so i see um you know it's fairly effective in skyrim also against that's right the dormer construct that's right that's right and um i already know what kind of magic they're weak to lightning magic makes sense so mm-hmm. we'll blast them up. Yeah, you know what isn't going to work against them? Bio blaster. No, nah, that, that, that's nothing. Probably just miss. Probably a little shield. Auto crossbow will, will do up. something, but you could skip bio blaster. Yeah, yeah. We'd rather just go with noise blaster if you're going to do something with your with your tools in there. <laughs> uh, don't worry if you weren't too frightened by the chess robot. Shannon posted on the twenty sixth. Uh, if it wasn't already certain, this settles it. Robotic scientists are 100% evil villains. And the tweet she uh, quoted is, uh, robots made from the dead bodies of spiders? And sure enough, ri- at Rice University, because mm-hmm. they ain't got nothing real to worry about there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they've been making necrobots turning spider corpses into grabby machine claws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. It just lowers. It picks up a thing when they give it the signal. That's it. But I can't wait to find out what other terrible things come from this. What horrible applications will result. Oh, and don't forget all the good ones, though, if you're only going to be negative about it. Sure, like... uh, What about... uh, When the doctor tells you that there is a spider corpse somewhere inside your body because it was doing microsurgery. (laughs) And it came off the arm. It's just in there now. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Also on the 26th, you tweeted at Brother Date, my wife just looked at me and said, chili's just soup, unprompted. Yep. Just, I don't know, I guess it was something she needed to get off her chest for a while. (laughs) Did you say, that one's been eaten at you, huh? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I no, you know what happened. I picked up my phone and she said, Are you tweeting this? <laughs> I said, No, what are you talking about? You know me, and I wouldn't do that. I've never done that. They didn't tweet about Ron Elway or any of that. Oh, that is the team with Ron Elway. <laughs> she thought about it. She picked the Raiders, but then she reconsidered. Because isn't Denver the team with Ron Elway? That one I did have a very good laugh before I grabbed my phone. Again, for all the non-sporties out there, that's the guy's real name is John Elway. Also, he hasn't been a Denver Bronco yes. in... Um, very well... 25 years. 25 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time since he was out there. Uh, and then just this very day, you tweeted to introduce all of our fans to an account you've been enjoying lately, which is at ST Delta Shift, which is basically a bunch of dad jokes set in the Star Trek universe. Um, yes. But in this one, it's like a mashup of, of that account and yours account. Because it has Riker <laughs> noticing that in this scene, Nechev is not wearing her comm badge. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes it's a Jellico-based episode. Sometimes it's a Pulaski or a... There's a recurring one where Dr. Crusher's stoned. So there's... They got all of it in there. It's good. I recommend when you, it. When you, <laughs> when you sent this to me earlier in the week... I went on a fucking deep dive. <laughs> I just kept scrolling back further and further well, and further. The jokes really are just dad jokes, but I do like the placement of frames of the other characters looking at the person telling yep. the dad joke. And looking, That's really where the humor is. Yes, looking devastated or aggravated. Uh, it's all really, there's just a lot of really good frames in there. I mean, I liked the one where Lamech told him it was a terrible joke and he only gave him three stars. <laughs> it was a pretty good one. Because <laughs> it's called Lamech and he's, he's in the frame. Anyway, don't worry about it, everybody. It's it's good stuff. Go check it out. I mean, how about the one? Um, right, how about the one where it says executive producer Gene Roddenberry, but then Garrick's so mad about the joke that the Enterprise blows up and then it says executive producer Elam Executive Garrick. producer Elam Garrick. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good one. I like all of it. Uh, so that's another one of our Twitter recommendations this week. It was S at ST Delta Shift and uh, at 80s Aging. Yes. Both good ones to check out. And you could check out York, too. I've already closed Twitter, so I don't remember what his handle is, but easy to find. Yep, find that guy. He's the guy who just talks about Star Trek 150 times a day. There's so many tweets. We're going to close the mailbag there and spend a little time on one of our other recurring segments, so... Strap in. Do it. I don't really want to do this no more. I don't want to hear from Barry or hear another suggestion is poor. But here are the state flags. Go, 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 go. La, 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 And Canada. We're, we've all arrived right. in the Sweet 16, I believe. Yeah, and I hope to get through all of it today. Let's fucking run through it then. We're starting up in the the red zone. If you guys are yeah, if you guys are following along at home, you got your brackets open. Uh, Alaska versus Washington. 
Alaska, we got uh, it's a classy flag. It's blue. That's yep. the it's got Big the, Dipper and the Northern Star. Yeah, just blue and yellow. No dumb seals. The North, the North Star, Polaris. Not the Northern uh, Star. Yeah, the North Star. Yeah. Uh, no, no seals, dates, uh, plain font, state names. No uh, things you won't find in the state. I assume if you look up there, you could see the Big Dipper. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know. Kind of works. It's a decent flag. If you saw this flag out of context mm. and like part of it was folded over another part, do you think you'd know what it was? Oh, I'd be like, ah, this is like uh, it's one of them Australias or something. Australia like it was or hanging Australia there, too. Uh-huh, and you couldn't, like you couldn't see the full form of the Big Dipper. Would you be like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, look, the only reason I'd even necessarily know now is because we're doing this thing. I probably looked. I guess that that's fair. Well, it looks like the Big Dipper. I wouldn't have known who it was for. <laughs> uh, Washington. Uh, Washington has been coasting. It's gone through some easy states. It got through Arkansas, which is a, one of the gas station flags. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got through the not very interesting flag of Alberta. Uh, and and it's been coasting on the fact that we think it's real cute that Washington's picture from the penny basically is on the flag and uh, that he definitely never never went there. Yeah, he, he was never in the territory miles of that place. That became the state of Washington yeah. for sure. So it's total bull crap. Also, I just like that it's a plain green flag with that dumb seal, and their seal is so unimaginative. It really is just his dumb head, and then it says the seal of the state of Washington, eighteen eighty nine. That's it. Yep. So it's not doing a lot here, and my inclination is definitely to advance Alaska. Yes, I think it's time for um, um, enjoyable buffoons to to fucking hit the deck. It's they're getting some <laughs> that does real not flags. bode well for some of our other flags that have also advanced <laughs> on the back of their buffoonery. Yeah, I think it's I think their time has come. Their Cinderella story look at, is over. Look at you, Michigan. That's right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because we're getting but some other next, decent ones. The next match is, uh, they're starting to get better. So, uh, in the next match, we have Arizona, which is the uh, red and yellow rays of the setting sun over a blue field. Uh, for me, the big flaw in the flag of Arizona is the copper colored star. I agree. Which I think would look uh, much better if it was just white. Yep. And I get that they're like, there's a, there's a purpose for that color, but like, it right. doesn't look good. White would have made it look uh, good, against... but it also would have looked like Wonder Woman or something. I don't know. I mean, a little bit, yeah. Anyway, it's up against the very uh, simple and colorful flag of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, white over red with a big blue field on the side with a white star in it. Um, you know, the big flaw of this is that there are some other states that are a little... Or states and countries that are a little similar. Yeah. Uh, Cuba and... Uh, Oh, there's Puerto a few Rico ones. Well, sure, right. Puerto Rico's a version of that too. Um, yeah, this is the. I don't know whether to blame it on them or not because I have no idea. I can't remember when any of those flags came into existence versus Texas, so I don't know whether right. they're biting or other people are biting or what to do about it. But it definitely doesn't seem original. Um, no, but it is classic. Uh, it looking. does a. It does a good job, although, you know, in the abstract. 
it's really just a bunch of iconography from the United States flag mm-hmm. with nothing that's yeah, that but they distinguishes didn't do the, it as Texas. They didn't do the dumbass thing that Ohio did, where they're like, red, white, and blue, stars and stripes, but also, we fucked it up. <laughs> we put it all of oh, the stars are everywhere. The flag's a messed up shape. It's like it glitched, like they glitched the American flag. Um, it's like, te- it's like Texas said, we're just going to really simplify the U.S. flag. Yep. Just uh, the just, one white stripe the, and the one red stripe. and the Basically one star. the four elements that exist on the U.S. flag. Yeah. So I, I, re- I like the flag. It just doesn't seem that original. And I think it's better looking than Arizona's. Arizona's is doing a little bit more, so I'm I am kind of torn. I'm trying to think about it. Um, this one is not easy. I think if Arizona's star is white, maybe it's easier. Yeah, I think so too. In fact, I think I'm going to pick Texas. I'm going to not penalize yeah. them for all the other flags that look like that because I I don't I don't know what to do with that part. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on this one. Texas is going through. Uh, going up against Alaska in the Battle of the Big States. Yeah, Big South and Big North going at it about time, as it was intended. You know what? They are nature's enemies, Alaska and Texas. I know that. They've always had a grudge. Uh, no love lost, all of that. Down in the yellow bracket, we start off with the flag of Colorado. Yeah. Uh, this is a blue and white flag. In fact, it could be a South American flag. Like if you said this was the flag of Colombia and that's what that C is for. <laughs> sure. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, there's a yellow sun in the middle and it's uh, blue, white, blue, horizontal stripes. That yeah. would make sense. Um, the only thing not. is that um, fucking 80s hockey logo C. Yep. That's the. It's just a section of a circle. It's just a a circle with a. Uh, two radiuses cut out of it, right? Yep. And uh, that makes it it makes it look like, again, either a, a throwback sports logo or like a corporate logo or something. And also the fact that it's slightly offset to the left. Yes. Right. I mean, it's one of Like those. maybe the right edge of the sun is at the midpoint of the flag. Something like that. Yeah. That, that maybe not right. even that. Um, But yeah. It's uh, aside from the fact that it looks a little bit like you said, like an old sports logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it's doing something. It's not like the other flag in the bracket. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's definitely look. It made it through to, for a reason. It was better than New Brunswick, which was just a bunch of stuff that doesn't belong to Canada. It was just a bunch of stuff from the British Isles. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's up against the United States' most deliciously ironic flag, <laughs> which does get points. The, the flag of South Carolina, which is a good flag in and of itself. I was going to say, it's nice it's, and simple. It's only two colors. Yep. It's uh, exactly. It's white on blue. It's a palmetto and a crescent moon. And the moon Even seems if you don't fitting. draw it exactly right, it's super easy. The moon's fitting, too, because it's like a dark blue. This is like a night blue. Mm-hmm. It just looks right. It's not a bad flag. Yeah. And then, you know, if you just showed... A bunch of people who didn't know anything about state flags, this flag, and said, where is this from? And they'd say, I don't know, the Middle East somewhere? <laughs> right, or you just change the color of the flag to, like, green or uh-huh. red or something, and you showed it to them, they'd be like, fucking hate it. <laughs> uh, so that's perfect. But also, I think it's a pretty good flag on its own, and I'm inclined to advance South Carolina this, in yes. this round. I agree, and not be not just because the doctor who did the C-section 
uh, on my wife that led to my wonderful son was wearing a bandana with the South Carolina flag on it. Wow. Mm-hmm. South Carolina pride. He was wearing it high where everyone could see it. Ordinarily, you have to just kind of take an overall Carolina region pride. Yes. Yep. And just, you know, black and white and blue on them. That's right. Obviously. But yeah, no, he was, uh, he was repping South, South, South Carolina. Uh, next, we got uh, Oregon. In the bottom, in the bottom of the yellow bracket, we have the flag of Oregon, which has, uh, of all of the states, the maximum amount of what we've come to call graining. Yep. It's full graining for sure. <laughs> which the is animation, the, the font, comic book the color, font, everything. Yeah. The it is Simpson skin yellow for sure. Uh, it's also fun because it has a reverse, which has a beaver on it. Yeah, which I actually wish was just the flag because it's pretty good. It's better than the the obverse, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's up against Ohio, which, as I previously discussed, is like again is twisted. You t- yes, the American flag was in the episode of Voyager Twisted. Yeah, the stars ended up in a weird place, like because the shape of the blue part got all weird, and some of the red and white got into the blue part. It really, it got pretty nasty in there. Yep. Yeah, Janeway uh, woke up from her weird coma and said, "Oh hi, oh." <laughs> <laughs> the fucking bad Twin Peaks of it all had to go down that way. Uh, I um, I don't even like Ohio's flag. Can I just say that? I don't like it. <laughs> All right. The only reason it made it through is because it was up against New York, which only beat New Jersey because they were the same flag. Yeah. New York and New Jersey have extremely similar flags. Uh, we had to pick one of them. Very boring. They're extremely boring. Yeah. So Ohio was being different. So that's different. how Ohio made it through. Um, look, Oregon isn't going to go much farther than this. No, I mean, it's up against South Carolina next. Yeah. Aside from the graining of it all, it's... It's it's not a great Can flag. Can we just break a rule and just put South Carolina ahead to the next round? <laughs> <laughs> and just keep going either on the rest of this bracket as as normal? Now, do you want to officially declare no winner in this, or do you want to advance Oregon and just say, we know South Carolina's going to win? No, I, I do prefer Oregon. It's just they're not going to win the next round. So, you know, there's right. no point. Well, I mean, I, it's I don't one less thing for us to do next time. Frankly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this will be fun if anyone looks in on the bracket. <laughs> like South no Carolina one. somehow advanced to the to the final four today. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, made it all the way through. Uh-huh. Um, um over in the blue corner. We got the Southwest repping again. We got New Mexico. Right. It's a yellow flag. It's got one of them red suns, one of them special stylized ones. Yep. Uh, I don't remember what they call it. The, it's the son of the Zia people. Right. And uh, looks pretty good. Also, sort of corporate, but pretty good. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely a little corporate, but I think it predates most of those corporate logos. Mm-hmm. It's, um, <clears throat> it kind of, uh, it's got the Kalmar Union colors going for it. It just looks right. Yep. Uh, it's up against the new flag of Mississippi, which is a very polished flag. I like it. Is really only marred by the inclusion of in god we trust yep which could have just been you know completing the circle of stars or just blank i think it looks better blank it's kind of like it's almost paramounty well a little bit yeah the stars go around that 
That fucking but yeah, magnolia. Big Magnolia Blossom, red and blue, and uh, there's some gold in this one. It's a good flag. I like it. It is... It's one of the very few flags on here that look like they were done by a modern graphic design professional. Yeah, I mean, for one thing, if I was going to sit down and doodle that, my flower wouldn't look anywhere near as good. No, My flower's going to look pretty shitty compared to this fucking 3D... Not 3D, but you know what I mean? This, this fucking offset angled flower we got here. Isometric. Right. What do we call this? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know that it's necessarily isometric, but it's like it's like a three quarters profile or something. Anyway, yeah. uh, yeah, you couldn't draw this one that well. Whereas it's not hard to remember that the four uh, deals circle in the middle of the thing has four lines coming off of it and two are slightly longer than the other two and they're mm-hmm. kind of like fingers i feel like i could i could do this one pretty yeah. easy you probably if you sat down to draw this you probably would make the circle too big at first uh sure it is a very you, small you circle. probably imagine it bigger it's not that big but yeah i yeah. mean look and that's not the whole contest it's not just which is the easiest to draw but i don't know i think it matters because it symbolizes how uh or it encapsulates how complex a flag is and complex is usually worse and that's actually so, sort of the the main crime that these flags commit. Mississippi, you did a good job. Your yeah. old flag really sucked. Uh, yes. The new one is very is very classy, very professional looking. Really, it was a bad Doesn't draw. Need I mean, if God you'd, we if trust, you'd drawn but, New yeah. York or whatever or Ohio, if you would have advanced. Yep, it was a bad draw. So, yeah. sorry about that. But New Mexico's going through. Mm-hmm. And then I think the remaining. Uh, bracket entries here are all a little weak. <laughs> yeah, this this side of the bracket wasn't so good. Yeah. Georgia is kind There's of a the miss flag for of sure. of Georgia, which <sighs> yeah, it's boring. It's got the state seal in the middle, and the state seal's got some odd writing on it. That again, make we've said sense. many times. Yeah. If you unwrapped it, it says Domwis. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not, not great. Good. This is very not good at all. Uh, it's got this badly but drawn cartoon soldier, and uh, it's up against the the Tubor flag of Michigan, which makes hmm, basically all of the mistakes. You can make. <laughs> yeah, but it's so clownish. I, I maybe this isn't the end of our of yeah. our our clown flags. Maybe there is one that gets to continue because I'm looking at this Tubor flag and buddy, look at Tubor. <laughs> You like the elk and the moose as supporters. Yeah, I like that they're different, even though their bodies are the same, which is lazy. And um, I like that Tuvor is just like, fucking found it. Look at this shit. <laughs> I'm going to live right here. My front door is going to lead right out into the lake. And then he thought about it and he said, okay, that's not, that won't be a good idea. So I'll move it. But look at this place. <laughs> it's so good. They got You got the eagle up there. Holding whatever the fuck he's holding. I also like that you can recognize that he's in buckskins, even mm-hmm. at this low resolution. Yeah, there's not a lot of detail in there, but yes, you can tell he's in buckskins and he's got a stupid hat. He's he's too aboard. <laughs> we know him. He's not chasing the Indians away. That did happen, but they didn't put it on their flag. Uh-huh. They were nice enough not to do that. I kind of just noticed. I was like... What's on the bottom of this blue shield? It was like a couple of blue sabers or something. What are we looking at here? What is that? Yeah, this kind of looks like sabers on the shield. That is pretty fancy. Interesting. Um, and of course, circumspice, which is 
I've got some in my spice drawer right now. It's very important. I've been making some curries <laughs> lately, and I use circumspice. <laughs> it's, it's just I really like to war. I I'm gonna vote to advance them. If you wanna go in boring old Georgia with its stripes and its stupid guy. No, I'm fine with it. Uh, Georgia's a bad flag. It's not a good one. And advancing Michigan does mean advancing. This is the most common type of flag yes. in the United States. This is the this, this is the one flag that we with the state seal on it to represent all of those shit flags. Yeah, because it's kind of the most ridiculous. Although West Virginia West does Virginia's, have our buds on it, West Virginia was pretty good. Build us an R O N. They just went up against Alaska, which, as we mentioned, is a real flag. So, yeah, yeah. Dilbus and R O N. It's a cyborg. Uh, we have the flag of Quebec in the next matchup, which is just a white cross on a blue flag with uh, four fleur-de-lis in each of the each of the blue quadrants. Yeah, and it's up against Louisiana. This is the fleur-de-lis matchup. Yep. This is the Catholicism entry. <laughs> yeah, but of course Louisiana this is, the is crazier. <laughs> feeding her blue, brood a blood meal. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I think about it, too. You think up in Canada, you think, all right, they got a certain kind of Catholics, right? And then you'd be like, but what are they like in Louisiana, though? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's way more fucked up, isn't it? It's probably much crazier. <laughs> so it kind I mean, of makes sense. You, just went, you went as far south as you could go in the United States in that direction or whatever, and you got this, uh, you got this fucking pelican doing this fucking, this fucking blood meal. Union justice confidence. I love that confidence is one of them. It's insane. Also, they just, I don't know if they are, but they seem badly spaced. Yeah. Well, union is the shortest and confidence is the longest. And that's a problem for setting them evenly on this flag because it, it union and justice take up one half of mm-hmm. the flag of the banner and confidence takes up you know, 40% of it. Maybe confidence is 40% of the whole equation. Maybe it's not just I mean, a longer maybe. word. Maybe it's more important in the equation than union and justice. Anyway, I think we, last time we talked about it, we discovered that this was a, some kind of Christian symbol. Isn't it a fleur-de-lis? It, it also is the shape of a fleur-de-lis. Oh, yes, yes. yes. But yes, then it is also some but the, other The kind pelican of. feeding the, its babies with its blood is some kind of old christian symbol yeah i said i wouldn't be surprised if this is some christian nonsense and then we read about it and i was like yeah it is it is for sure <laughs> um it's more interesting than the flag of quebec but quebec's flag would you know would look better on a coat of arms yeah, it looks better on a flag which is the contest i think i have to advance quebec even though you know well i'm doing a ton And now we have two mm. pretty busted flags <laughs> yeah. at the bottom. This is definitely the worst round of the bracket. Well, they're two pretty busted places, I imagine. So we have the flag of the Northwest Territories, which is blue, white, blue, uh, vertically. And then it has the, you know, the shield of the Northwest, the coat of arms of the Northwest Territories, which has... <laughs> Some gold ingots on a green field and yeah. a husky. I see in some red, bars of, of gold pressed latinum for sure. On, yeah, a river or something. Yeah, and then it's got an Arctic fox, but the worst cartoon Arctic fox ever. And then, uh, and then, like you said, that squiggly blue line, I guess, is a river. 
Yeah. Mm. Hey, how did this? Well, advance? apparently that's the Northwest Passage in the Arctic Ocean. Okay. Well, it had to go against Kansas, which was one of those liar flags. So that makes sense. Kansas was yep. like, "Look at all this stuff we got," and you're like, "You don't have any all of right, that." Here's all, all the stuff you you can see from Kansas, from certain parts of Kansas, what even though they're not in it. Anyway, the flag lie. of the Yukon is pretty similar. It's green, white, blue. The Husky's not in the coat of arms. He's standing on top of it on a rock that raised out of a portal, mm-hmm. as Matt always says. Yep, right and then it's portal. got a Napoleonic War sleeve and uh, <laughs> the old Bell Labs logo. And then, the, uh, of course, the St. George Cross for England. And well, obviously. obviously. Everybody you think about Yukon. I don't know why you wouldn't think about England. So... If you like these red, I don't know if the what are those supposed to be? Mountains? Um, sure. What is it? I don't remember the exact symbolism. I think we two red triangles representing Yukon's mountains with gold circles in them representing the Yukon's great mineral resources. Why are the mountains red, though? Yeah. They, I don't think they are in the Yukon, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've never, I mean, look, I don't know anything about the Yukon. Maybe they got red mountains there, but... Um, if you like this symbolism, make it the whole flag. Yeah. Do something with the mountains, and then you'd be like, oh, that's that flag with the weird red triangles on it. I kind of like or the whatever. variant flag better, because it's got the maple leaves, and uh, the it's kind of, instead of the tricolor or whatever, it's just a blue background. Yep. No, better. you're right. I also think the variant flag is better. Yeah, what, what's the variant flag? The used flag for? of the commissioner of Yukon. Ah, okay. So this is a tough one. There's a question of which of these is about to lose to Quebec, really. Yeah. Um, for me, it's Yukon. And I think it's because the dog is better drawn. It is a better drawing of a dog. Also, it's not a dog. It's a fox, and it represents the wealth of furs in the northwest territories all right so i was right earlier it's an arctic fox or whatever and uh yeah. and this drawing of a husky or a malamute or i don't know what the fuck i thought it's it's i guess it's a malamute it's a better it's a better drawing and that's that's how i'm choosing to separate these because they are pretty <sighs> similar in colors and imagery and stuff like that do you want to do the same thing here in advance quebec <laughs> sure <laughs> i would agree yes it's just, there's just no way this busted Yukon flag is going through. Yeah, I think the other two matchups we can still have a discussion about. Yeah, so the next time we get together, we're going to finish this thing, because we have... Assuming we don't uh, have a, two, a disagreement. Yep, I guess that's true. We have two matchups in the north half, and uh, and then if there are no disagreements, we can proceed directly to the We have weirdly semifinals. been on almost exactly the same page in this tournament, and I don't know if yeah, it's Yeah, it's been because... a few rounds since we had to send one to uh, to the judges. Maybe it's because we just don't, um, we don't give a fuck. About I think it's because they're mostly bad. I mean, they are definitely mostly bad, but you'd think maybe we it's both It's hard thought... to get enthusiastic about your pick. Yeah, I think that's true. Um... All right, so yeah, let's finish this one in two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Next week. Oh, boy. Next week's a Star Trek week. I'm always so excited. I got so many thoughts in my head, and I got nowhere to put them. Uh, it's a great week for you. You get to describe two episodes, too. Love it. So, uh Next week, week 110 of our Star Trek project. Yay. We will be watching, for the next generation, Hero Worship. 
Well, that's a bad episode, and I'm not looking forward to it at all. I changed my mind. I don't want to do the Star Trek week anymore. Uh, the next TNG you have to look forward to here is Conundrum in Week 113, followed by Power Play in Week 114. Oh, I enjoy both of those very much, just that's for, a... for talking bullshit reasons, 100%. Yeah, that's a good back-to-back. <laughs> yeah. um, but before that, we do have to get through Violations of the Masterpiece Society. Oh, not Violations. Yeah, I am afraid Violations oh. in Week 111. <laughs> that's a bad back-to-back. Oh yeah, those two oh. were those two were rough, and they follow. Well, Hero new ground worship. actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, new ground turned out to be yeah. not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, hey, uh, my problem with Hero Worship, it's got one of them bad kid actors, but like he's just too yeah. old to be acceptably bad. <laughs> well, just we'll see slightly... if that's still your opinion after another rewatch. Okay, well, certainly the last time I watched this in 2015 or whenever, um, I was like, no, kid's still he's just a little too old to be this bad. He needs to. Fucking pick it up a little bit, because I think we pretty much didn't have anything bad to say about Brian Bonsall's performance as Alexander in Newground. No, not really. Again, I loved his dagger stares. He fucking went. And he kind of he kind of pulled it off under all that makeup. And so. you know what? Jeremy Astor didn't get a lot done, but you know he was a little younger. It was fine. Yeah. If he wanted to play yeah. with Captain Patches, whatever. You know, it's been a while since that little redheaded girl in. Uh... <laughs> You know, the one where the, all the white kids steal yeah. kids, all the white kids. And, you know, because she just reminds you so much of that little redheaded girl that spit <laughs> right in Kirk's face <laughs> in Miri. I assume that's why they cast her. Someone said, like that little girl from Miri, the one who really gave it to Shat. Is this one also a Howard? <laughs> uh, for Deep Space Nine, it's going to be the first part of a two-parter in Purgatory's Shadow. But at least it's just the one part. Yep, yep. And the Voyager episode, which you have already spoiled for yourself, Matthew, is Course <laughs> colon Oblivion. Yeah, it's super exciting. Super exciting. It's super. I mean, it's a it's a follow up to one of your favorite episodes, right? Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know if it's one of my favorite episodes, but it is one that I, my mind had tricked me into thinking we had seen. <laughs> it's a it's a follow up to one of the classic yeah uh, brother Day, classic brother Day Voyager episodes episodes of Demon slash Silver Bloods. That's what we're watching in week 110. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, everybody sent us more mail. The mailbag was pretty good today. Um, that's at Brother Date on the Twitter machine. Um, I was briefly logged in to the Brother Date Twitter, and so I got to see trending topics in America. And, oh, yeah. Um, I, got to, I saw one about the Alex Jones thing, which makes me so, it makes me laugh so hard. Do you hear about this oh, Alex well, Jones stuff? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, he's an absolute clown, and he's just losing court decision after court decision. It's so good. But it's, look, these we've seen over and over again the kind of people who step up and to defend to be the lawyer for these types of people are often uh-huh. basically brain dead, and um, they have they they really fucked the dog on this one, and it's great stuff. <laughs> yeah, the news today, specifically, the amazing news today is that. Alex Jones's lawyers sent the Sandy Hook parents lawyer just everything. Basically the entire text message contents of Alex Jones's <laughs> phone by mistake. Just as a whoopsie. So. Which, uh, and the contents of which uh, proved that he's perjured himself like 500 times in this trial already. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so he's in big trouble. It's just such, it's one of the all-time whoopsies. That, you can't do that. Yeah. No. That's... There's no coming back from that, but I don't know. Every time I think there's no coming back, 
that lawyer is going to be famous probably. I imagine so. Uh, anyway, so I just wanted to point that out while I was on the Brother Date Twitter. Um, so, yeah, uh, at Brother Date, you can send us email, brothers at brotherdate.com. Check out brotherdate.com, uh, the inf- inf- informational website. It's That's got right. brackets and tournaments and it episodes. Your link to Landrew, to Lobot, oh, man. to the Billy Joel bracket, etc. You need that. I mean, you could just bookmark those things and skip going to the yeah. website, but just go to the website. It's a really good can't, one. Can't remember what I thought about Led Zeppelin, but don't want to listen to the episodes? Go take a peek at that bracket. <laughs> Are those episodes still up, or have they been taken down because of numerous uh, uh, copyright infringement complaints or whatever? Knock on wood, we've had exactly one copyright complaint. So, But it wasn't a Led uh, Zeppelin. It was another random. It was not a Led Zeppelin episode, right. Yeah. Okay. Um... And uh, podcatchers are, of course, with the pods that people do catch. We're on there, and we're not even going to republish all of our episodes to your feed with today's date. No, even when we changed uh, uh, hosts, we didn't do anything crazy like that. Nope, that went over pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, That's it, everybody. Um, See you next week. Bye. And maybe your vampire just don't want to eat. He just says, nah, I'm full. Thank you. I had enough. No, I don't do that anymore. And actually, I'm trying to change my lifestyle. Please subscribe.